Hi there, everyone. Here we are with another episode of Via Tute, our character education podcast. Pretty lucky this time. We grabbed some time with uh, Dr. Phil Cummings, who is the managing director of Circle. Uh, Circle is the Center for Innovation, Research, Creativity, and Leadership in Education. And Dr. Cummings is someone who works with some of the very best schools, particularly the very best boys' schools in the world, uh, on character education, character development. And we're really lucky to have him working uh, with our school on all things we do character ed as well. And a lot of the things we've implemented or started to implement have been as a direct result of his research. So you'll hear something um, today from a real expert in his field, but a lot of time, a lot of effort and a lot of his life and career has gone into trying to understand and unpick what it is that gives boys strong character, how they get it. And he talks a little bit about something called the wrestle. And I really think that will resonate with a few of us um, as you listen to this. So sit back, relax, enjoy. Here is Via Tute, our character education podcast with Dr. Phil Cummings, Circle Education. Right, Phil, so pleased that you're with us today. And um, Thanks, Andrew. You're part of the reason why this whole Character Ed podcast is around and how, how so much of our Character Ed program is around because you've been so instrumental in what we're doing from the start. Um, Thank you. That's, there's, a, there's a very big team that support what I do, so it's, <laughs> yeah, a, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's, it's gratifying to know that we can help in that yeah, way. Yeah, and, and absolutely, and you've really inspired us to do some of the things we're doing now. Um, what I'd like to know from you, and being someone who's very much involved and invested in boys' education globally, um, what are some of the best boys' schools doing? What are they not doing? How are things changing? Just some insights from your experience, really, of working internationally. Um, thanks, Andrew. Maybe we might look at three things in particular, yeah, which are perhaps different to the type of school I might have attended back in the 1970s and 1980s, um, uh, uh, and, 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 and we can take it from there. I think the first thing um, came out of our research that we did with boys' schools all around the world. So 49 boys' schools, yeah. um, uh, 40,000 kids, uh, 4,500 staff, across nine different countries, looking at the character of an excellent education okay. and the role of character in that. We asked boys to nominate the qualities of a good man. Okay. And nearly a thousand boys were, you know, from different countries took part in this yep. particular instrument. And the most important response, the most powerful response we got from them is that a good man is a kind and caring man. And I don't know about your experience yep. of school, Andrew, and I'm yep. sure there are some folk out there yep. who can remember their experience of school. Yep. I don't think boys would have said that in my time. No, no, I agree. So I think what's happened over the last 30 years is that, is that schools have become very much more aware of a more holistic understanding about yes. what a man is. Yep. That a man is not simply a group of fairly narrow stereotypes, mm. um, uh, so much as um, uh, a person who is capable of doing so much more right. than simply uh, responding to adversity, staying yes. silent, suppressing their emotions, yes. all of those yeah, sorts yeah, of things. Yeah. So that's the first thing I think that schools are doing around the world. And, 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 and can I say, I don't, I don't think it's any surprise at all that that has coincided with an increased 
female teacher presence mm. in schools. I think that's um, uh, been very important for yes. boys' schools, yep. ensuring that there's balance yep. in, in the type of men we try and produce. The second thing in, uh, uh, I think that boys' schools are doing in particular and, and is that they are responding to the need to understand the importance of relationship in learning. Mm. We understand now that boys need to feel a sense of belonging yep. in a place, but also within a series of relationships. And the work of my colleague, uh, Brad Adams, who's currently the Director of Education yep. for Circle, uh, and was formerly uh, a very senior staff member in Canadian schools, and was the executive director of the International Boys' School Coalition. His body of work has, has been very significant in helping to shape the understanding that um, the attendant to the high standards uh, uh, and the physicality and the rigorous pursuit of academics and all of those yep. things that, um, and the, the culture and traditions mm -hmm. and all of those sorts of things, that relationality sits yep. at the heart of all of those. Yep. The third thing, I think that boys schools are doing right now is they are seeking to invest into the area of the development of character the same degree of rigor and professionalism that they have applied to every other area over the last 30 years or so. Yep. Um, an education for character used to be largely an accidental thing. Right, okay. And it used to be largely the byproduct of amateurish whim. Teachers yep. would do what they like and if it went well, obviously they'd help the boy out yep. and develop his character. And yep. if it didn't go so well, it must have been the boy's fault. Yep. Whereas yep. now we're starting to see that an evidence basis for what we do, um, that practice that's driven by rigor, that coming together as a community to learn what we do and to shape what we do um, in an open, transparent way that promotes student voice, agency, and fluency yep. in 21st century competencies, yep. that's what it's all about. Right. Yeah. And really, I mean, for anyone listening to this, we, we really want to drill down into the the real detail of this and delve into it. So when we say character, mm -hmm. um, what do you mean by that in terms of the context that we're working in as a boys' school? Is there elements to character or is it just, hey, he's either got good character or he hasn't? You know, how, how does that character conversation manifest itself in a school, do you feel? Okay, again, three things I want to say about that. Brilliant, we're three's going, are good. We're going to yep. go rule of threes three's today. Yep. We're going to go rule of threes. Yep. Um, the first thing I'd like to say about that is that character means different things to different people. Yep, true. Yep. And the seriousness with which you invest yourself into the notion of character will influence what you do with it. So if you're not that fussed about character, you'll just talk about, oh, his character. You sort of talk about character traits. It's yep. a fairly superficial thing. You can then start to talk about character uh, as idiosyncrasy. You know, he's a bit of a character. Yes, yeah, of course, yeah. And then you start to say, then start to think about, well, character as being something that is a strength. Mm. And in particular, he's got character. Yep. Um, we then start to see people uh, 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 looking at character as something as a more holistic thing. Mm. And then we start to see... People talking about characters, role modelling, yep. and leadership, and so yep. on. You know, he's good character. Yes. Yep. You know, he's a good character, yep. and so on, and so on. So, the the degree to which you take character seriously changes your perception on yep. that, and that can change over time. Second thing. We look at character um, from the work we've done mm. as the wrestling within a person, and in our case, that's boys, because yes. we work yep. in boys, boys schools, schools, but. Yeah. 
and it, it, it could be girls yep. and, and, yeah, and, and so on and so on, but boys wrestling with two things. And in a process of trying to realise who they are as a person and the yep. opportunities that they have, and an externally driven process of trying to replicate expectations yep. placed upon them. Yep. I don't think any of us ever really get a conclusion to that wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, it it kind of goes on through our lives yes. and we sort of lean, you know, lean more towards one and then the other, one and the other, and on it goes, on and on and on it goes. It's the wrestling part which is important. And out of that wrestling comes the character development. It does it in three ways. First of all, civic character, which answers the question, do I belong? Do I belong to the group? Yep. And uh, it largely invokes yep. notions yep. of citizenship and, 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 and civility and so on. Um, performance character, which answers the question, am I fulfilling my potential? Yep. And into that bucket, we can put all sorts of things like teamwork, yep. grit, resilience, yep. Yep. Uh, self-efficacy, management, mm-hmm. self-management, yep. all of those sorts of things. And then the final, the third question is, uh, am I doing what is good and right in my life? And that's yep. about moral character. Yep. Uh, and that's largely about integrity and mm. honour and honesty and, yes. and, and those sorts of qualities around yep. that. The challenge of realisation and replication and the wrestling between them operates on those three levels of civic performance and moral character yep. and is revealed, and this is the third thing yep. I'm going to say, yep. is revealed in a set of competencies. Yep. Now, a competency means a way of looking at what we know, what we can do, mm. what we are disposed towards and how we learn. So knowledge, skills, character, and learning habits, all wrapped up into one. And when we teach these days, we don't do what we might have done when I was a young teacher, and we do separate out the knowledge for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the skills on a Thursday, and test on a Friday. Yeah, which is, uh, that was good sort of 20th century modernistic theory. Uh, These days we realise you can't do that. You have to integrate all of them, hence the notion of a whole education. There are six competencies that flow out of um, the civic the performance and the moral character. There's character competency, and there's a, and there's a discrete set of knowledge yep. and skills and, and learning and, and dispositions yes. that go towards yep. that. There's communication, there's change readiness, there's creative and critical thinking, yep. there's citizenship, and there's collaboration. Yep. These of themselves play into a set of graduate outcomes. Right, and we'll okay. talk about that a little bit more, but it's, yep. it's particularly relevant for what's happening at Westlake Boys High, which is starting to think about well, what are the graduate outcomes we want to yes. point all of our education yep. towards. Internationally, what we can see is that um, uh, character competency points towards people who become good men, mm-hmm. good people. Yep. But in the case yeah, of boys' schools, of course, yep. good, yep. good men. Um, communication mm-hmm. plays out towards future builders and mm-hmm. lastly talks about leadership. Yep. Change readiness um, uh, points towards people who are continuous learners and unlearners. They've got the capacity to keep moving themselves forward and growing yep. through their lives. Um, creative and critical thinkers are solution architects. They're the people who solve problems, yep. quite often problems that haven't even been defined properly. Um, citizenship competency plays out into the perspective that people need to balance their local, their regional and their global citizenship. Mm. 
and then collaboration plays out into team creators. Yes. So what we see is that this ethereal notion mm. of character very quickly plays out into civic performance and moral dimensions which support specific competencies, which support specific yeah. outcomes. Yeah, and obviously, you know, for a boy walking in here in year nine, these are some pretty meaty topics. And Is this something, you know, just by being here, they're going to work it out themselves? Or how do you see, is this some form of kind of modelling or apprenticeship which has to happen in order for us to be culturally um, or contextually driven in this area? Or is it just a case of, hey, your shirt's tucked in, your socks are up, clearly you belong because you sit in assembly and off you go, play your sport. Is there more to it than that? How do they learn this? Oh, it's, it's a very good question. So four theories that we play with around this that help us understand yeah. What you were talking about there, which is about the socks up, the, yes. the, the tie straight, yeah, all, the, the, all of the all, rules and inverted All of that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. That speaks to the theory of culture. Yeah. And the theory of culture is about how traditions and rituals bounce us along and keep us in a groove. Mm. Those of themselves aren't enough effectively to take us on this journey. Yeah. We need three other things at least. The first is um, the theory of relationship. And we spoke to this earlier about yeah. what schools are doing. It's that understanding that all learning, and particularly learning about character and competency, is built in relationship. And we'll mm. come back to one of the techniques yeah. of that in a moment. Good. The second um, uh, accompanying theory is the notion of theory of everywhere. Character is built... And competency is built in everything that takes place in a school. Mm. It takes place inside the classroom, outside the classroom, yep. in the in the lunch yep. uh, yard. It takes place in there formally, informally, conversations, assemblies, activities, sport, everything. Yep. Um, and if it does, then we need to be very careful to make sure that what we're doing is not just accidental. Mm. It doesn't just happen. Yep. Nothing just, just happens, happens in yep. life. Yep. There is an organic quality, which at times we don't want to lose, and particularly older boys don't like things being forced yep. too much. But we need to be deliberate, targeted, and intentional about what we do, mm -hmm. because character is the whole work of a school. It's the yes. reason yeah. why well, we do yeah. school. Yeah. It's the yeah. most important thing we do. Mm. At the end of the day, I'm not too sure how many people um, who sat through my 19 years in a row of the origins of the Peloponnesian War can really remember the arcane details of the Megarian Decree and its contribution towards the outbreak of war. But hopefully they can remember something about the formation of arguments yes. and the creative and critical yeah. thinking towards yeah. developing a voice yeah. that took place in those classrooms. Hopefully they can remember some of the debates about whether or not power should be wielded in a particular way mm. and the consequence on humanity when, yes. you, when you wield um, power without values and without ethos uh, attached to it in the, in the pursuit of purely political aims yeah. and so on. Yeah. So I think that, that needs to be taken care of. There's a fourth, there's a fourth theory that sits in association mm. um, with that theory of everywhere and that deliberate nature of, 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 of a whole education, and that is the theory of pedagogy. Theory of pedagogy says there are specific ways that we teach. Yep. There's a set of design principles that mean we need to plan what we need to do, we need to coach it, we need to grow it, we need to defend it, we need to etc. etc. Yeah. And and there are a series of ways that we need to do it. Mm. We need to be good at the teachable moment that appears, but we also need to be good at planning what we do. We need to be good at anticipating the conversations that will be had, and we need to find ways to plan things 
that feel more organic, and yep. particularly sport is a, is a particular yep. way to do that. We know, for example, that when you talk to boys around the world about um, memorable character moments, um, they are more likely to name something which is a co-curricular moment yep. than a curriculum moment. Yep. Probably about three times more likely yep. to do that. Or a trip or an yeah. experience or, or experience. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. And, and it could be sport, it could yeah. be music, yeah. it could be whatever. Um, uh, uh, in New Zealand, that changes a little bit. It's a little bit more even. They're only one right. and a half times more right, likely okay. to talk about co-curricular, yeah. oh, which is interesting. interesting. Yeah, it is it's interesting yeah. for a country yeah. that's um, particularly yeah. uh, focused on, 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 on the co-curricular and yeah. at times on one particular activity <laughs> in co-curricular, which... Um, in a World Cup year, we won't yeah, talk too much about because yeah, we'll I, I think you, I think you folk are going to give <laughs> yeah. us a thumping. Yeah. But um, uh, uh, the most important of the pedagogies is what you were alluding to earlier, and that is the notion of an apprenticeship. It's a yes. character apprenticeship. Yep. For me to learn how to be an adult, to learn communication, character, um, change readiness, creative and critical thinking, collaboration, and citizenship competencies to me to learn how to be a future builder yep. who's a good man who mm. and so on and so on and so on to learn those things mm. or the discrete elements of them or the little bits of that because that sounds terribly highfalutin for a 15 year old boy just wants to go and play handball in the yard with his mates on a, on a windy Thursday yeah, afternoon yeah, yeah. to learn that I have to approach somebody who I consider to be an expert or yep. a mentor yep and ask them to take me on. Mm. And they will teach me how to articulate, how to explore, and how to define the important yep. things, the competencies, yep. the knowledge, the skills, uh, the dispositions, and the learning habits. But once I get to the point where I've achieved a certain degree of mastery, it's a little bit like Luke Skywalker and Yoda, I need to move away from my expert and spend a period of time where I take that expertise yeah. and in turn pass it on yep. to other novices. Yes. Yeah. And that sits in line very much with our overall understanding about how you track character development, mm. which is that you track it on the journey from me to you to us. In other words, from a state of being self-centred, which is very important that little boys have a degree of self-centredness, yes. otherwise developmentally there's something not quite right. But then they need to develop a sense of kinship, or what yep. the boys would call yep. brotherhood. Brotherhood, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the brotherhood, and particularly which is a talk. concept that comes yep. up a lot when we speak to boys that the the brotherhood concept. Absolutely, all, we always come back to so much, and we we can't really overstate how important it is absolutely. for them to be. And it's a bit of a double. But in a positive way, yeah, yeah it's a yeah. bit of a, it can be a bit of a double edged sword, yeah. can't yeah, it? Yeah, because, absolutely. Because you know you've got to get the brotherhood right. Because yeah. if you don't, it gets yeah. pretty ugly. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's a good leadership task, but yeah. there's the from me to you, yeah. the brotherhood, but then there's that sense of us. Yeah. And that sense of us is I will do things where I will place the interests of other people before myself. Yeah. It's about selflessness. It's mm. about self-sacrifice. Mm. Boys' schools don't teach selfishness. They teach selflessness. Yeah, absolutely. And so when we look at that, that notion of character apprenticeship, it's the passing it on. Yeah in a positive fashion mm. that is the true test of whether or not you've put your expertise to good yep. use. Yep. Because if you're just benefiting yourself, well, you don't really fit within the definition yeah, of, of a good man. And, and legacy and, yeah. and, and leaving your mark on a place just doesn't, Absolutely. doesn't happen. And, and again, if you leave your mark on a place, it's got to be the right mark. The right mark, yeah. You know, it can't yeah. be the wrong mark. Yeah, yeah. And it can't be a, self, it can't be a self-serving mark. Yeah, yeah. And, and presumably, 
both marks are going to be remembered. It's just what they're going to be remembered for. The guy who left the positive footprint versus the negative. Absolutely. There. Um, Absolutely. And and all of that needs to be born, I think, within the humility that says none of us ever gets this perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And that all of us every day leave positive and negative yes. marks. And yeah. we just hope we do more good than yeah. not. And yeah, yeah. Um, I guess other people will be the judge of that yeah. in, in due Absolutely, course. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, kind of we've spoken a lot about how the, the, the bedrock of all this is relationships, either between students and teachers, between the boys and each other, between the institution. What are some of the, if I was a, a teacher listening to this now, um, what advice could you give around, well, this is how in a boys' school, in a boys' context, I would really look to extend a relationship, grow one. Could you sure give thing. any advice in that area? Sure thing. Well, I, I think the first thing that I would do is I would probably reframe the term behaviour management right. into relationship. Yep. Because managing boys' behaviour is essentially about leading them through relationship. Yep. Um, I think the thing I'd probably go to always is, uh, first off, is sense of humour. Mm. Um, uh, I don't have the world's greatest sense of humour, but I guess I've learned how to laugh at myself because there are plenty of opportunities in my yeah, life yeah, to laugh at myself. Yeah. Um, and uh, the boys I've worked with over the years haven't been gun-shy yeah. about, about yeah. letting me yeah, know yeah, I've great. been a bit of a goose on yeah. things. Yeah. I, I think that sense of being able to laugh at yourself yeah. is really, really important. Yeah. It's actually a very powerful moment when you when you realise that when people are taking the mickey out of you, it's for one of two reasons. They either care about you yeah. or they know they can get a rise. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Sometimes it, it's probably both, yeah, but that's yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think that's the first thing. Yeah. You've got to learn to master a sense of humour. Mm. And, and part of that sense of humour will involve inevitably with boys a gallows humour. Yeah. They will want... They're not going to want to make fun in a neat and pretty... Yeah, and, yeah, of course. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and kind yeah. and tidy and way. mischievous sense of fun. Absolutely. That, you know, that... Absolutely. Pushing boundaries and... Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's part of the rough and tumble. Um, and, and again, as with all of these sorts of things, you know, we talked about brotherhood earlier. Yeah. Brotherhood's very important and we'll mm. incorporate a lot of that. There's a difference between banter and bullying. Yes, yeah. And that line, that line yeah. can be, you know, yeah. what, and, you know I, I, think, I think the second thing after you, you, that you've learned about humour is you need to learn about respect. You need to respect boys. And more than that, you need to like them, even yeah. love them. Yeah. I, I never understand why anybody working in a boys' school wouldn't love boys. Yeah. You, know, you need yeah. to love yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, of course. And you need to enjoy their company. You need to enjoy what it is yeah. they do. But the third thing is to remember that you are always the adult in the room. Yeah. Um, and that within the relationship, if boys are looking for you to be on a par with them, mm. um, you need to steer them back to that notion of actually I'm the adult here. Yes, yeah. And, yeah. and I perform that function yeah. in the relationship, and it's what yeah. keeps us um, friendly but pro professional. Yeah. Um, friendly and professional as opposed to mates. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think... I think if you can get those elements right to start mm. with, yeah. um, I think understanding too that there are a series of what might be called relational gestures, mm. um, which are really important. I, there's, um, there's a, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of a particular teacher at another school now uh, in New Zealand, and he has a wonderful smile. Yeah. And he draws you in with a smile and he encourages you to smile mm. around things. I'm thinking of... Uh, Another teacher who who knows just when to put a hand on a shoulder. Yeah, yeah. I, I know another teacher 
um, uh, who uh, was very important in my life, who was very good at asking me the question, what do you think? Mm. Yeah. And then he would shut up. Just wait. And yeah. wait until yeah. I got the answer. Waiting yeah. for boys is very important. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, all of, I, I'm, as you can tell, I, I, I like to yarn and I like to talk. <laughs> I think sometimes you know, need to learn when to yeah. shut up. Yeah. You know. And I, I suppose coming through there is that, I mean, that's not just great advice for teachers. I think for other boys and their mates, for parents, you know, that, that notion of, just to have a bit of fun's okay, as long as it's in the right context at the right time. Absolutely. You retain your status as the adult, but absolutely, you know the boys are. It's if they're involved in the wrestle, That's then it. we've got to be. Absolutely. We're somewhere in that wrestle between what's right, where's indeed. the line. What one of the um, things that your boys have been talking about recently, which is really very interesting, is that they've been talking about communication through the concept of listening yes. and how important listening yep. is. What that says to me, and it confirms stuff we've been hearing all over the world from boys is that boys want their voice to be heard. Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily require you to agree with it, and quite yeah. often they want you to disagree yeah, with it. Of course. And quite often they will want you to set boundaries around things, mm -hmm. but they need their voice to be heard. We can mistake the bravado and confidence of boys for their voice, for yeah. their true voice. Yeah. For many boys, as they're going on that journey towards manhood that comes about through adolescence, yes. um, uh, adolescence itself is a very, what a time you acquire a new bo uh, a new body, yep. a new voice, a new set of emotions, a new, new brain, set, yeah. new brain, <laughs> a, new, a, new, a new set of hormones, yeah. all of those sorts yeah. of things. Yeah. And you're supposed to go to yeah. school and yeah, play yeah, sport yeah, and yeah, be yeah. nice to people yeah. Yeah. when you've got all this going on. Anyway, yeah. for a lot of boys on that journey to adolescence, their voice is very fragile. Yes. And we need to listen for it mm. and be patient yeah. and learn to encourage its articulation because boys will take very, very, they will take to heart very quickly your response yeah. if they feel as though you're stopping them from yeah. articulating yeah. your voice. Yeah. And so I think, I don't know. I don't know, you'd have to ask my kids and so, <laughs> yeah. see, see what they say yeah. about me as a yeah. listener. They're yeah. probably not too complimentary, but nonetheless, so we all just try, can't yeah. we? But I, I suppose there's a there's an there's a chance that some of this with the boys could be mistaken for bravado, um, when really it's actually, I want you to hear what I'm saying. I want you to listen to me rather than it's just me putting my voice out there just to be loud or showy or whatever it may be. I think Absolutely. It's, it's a very subtle thing, the nuances between yeah. being heard and actually listening, yeah. I think they're two I think so. oh, Absolutely. And I think I think um, conflict is a really interesting thing. Mm. Is, you need to have conflict in relationship. It's yeah. unhealthy. But if you are competing yes. to dominate the space with boys, mm. then voices can get raised yeah. And, yeah. And, and things can get, can get pretty emotional pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, uh, Listening and pausing is a great way um, uh, to to uh, change the direction mm. of a conversation. Mm. Um, and at the end of the day, usually it's the adult who has to make the first step. Yeah. Usually it's the adult who has yeah. to make the first apology. Yeah. Usually, and and, and and if we're if we're caught up in our own sense of pride and authority and and, and so on, I don't know. No, nobody, I don't know. Nobody really needs to know that you're the boss because you are. Yeah, of course. You're the adult. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, yeah, and 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 if you want to play to the tune of somebody who's still coming to terms with their emotions and so on, and so on. Well, 
you can do that or you can play by your rules yeah yeah around that and and you know i think yeah. i think i think the, the people i respect are the people who learn to master listening and quietness yeah um, and, and as I said, my kids would recognise very little of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've, we've just been through a process with some of our boys. We're looking at a few things. One of them said to us that listening speaks volumes, which I think is such a powerful uh, phrase uh, to what, use. I mean, what wisdom is that's that? Worth yeah, that's worth a fortune. That's worth the fortune exactly, phrase that exactly. listening speaks volumes. And I think no matter what age or stage we are in that wrestle that you've alluded to, yeah. having that as a bit of a... I think foundation so. statement is I think is, so. is a really I think so. really good I want to I want to compliment that though by saying that part of being the adult in the room is listening yeah but part of being the adult in the room is also the need to articulate what you think is right yep. and wrong yep. we found from 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 our work with schools all over boys schools all over New Zealand that when teachers when adults walk into that space of saying this is what i think is right mm, mm-hmm. this is what i think is wrong yeah. it's always appreciated yeah. what's yeah. not appreciated is when you impose the sense of right and yeah. wrong yeah. but simply articulating it mm. within a structure of saying look this is what i think yes what do you think yeah you know and i think that comes back to the boys want to feel that they're safe and and safety is such a an important you don't want to be walking into a classroom or the dinner table at home when you're made to feel like this person's right therefore I must be wrong it's again we I've mentioned it two or three times yeah, now, yeah, that yeah. wrestle between well the, it's, it's it, all in the wrestling isn't and, it? And it you could be right today wrong tomorrow and That's then it. right next week so it's, it's it. a really um, interesting um, concept that the school and the journey that we've gone down with you know really diving deep into not just saying hey we've That's got it. a school character or we've got characterful boys or whatever yeah. that actually let's yeah. Yeah. let's logically sure. plan it sure. deliver on it etc i think the final thing i probably want to say about it is that you have to have a school board for boys yeah you've got to have some results yeah so whereas we want to emphasize the primacy of character and mm-hmm. competency mm-hmm. and the graduate outcomes and all of those sorts of things at yeah. the end of the day boys need some results yeah, Compe- yeah. you know they need uh, to know where yeah. they stand. Um, yeah. I had a, a teacher at another school ask me yesterday, why do we need to measure this stuff? Yeah. You know, can't we just do it? Yeah. And, uh, and for me, the answer is simple. If I'm a boy going on a journey yeah. and I'm wrestling yeah, along yeah, the way, yeah, I need to know what I'm up to. Yeah, yeah. That's what measurement yeah, tells me. Yeah. Measurement says, I've reached this see point. It. You've got to see it. To because see otherwise, how do I know? Yeah. yeah. And the answer is, I don't. Yeah. I just guess. Yeah. And guessing is a terrible way to... Um, you know, do anything more than prompt um, some of the speculation that might go yeah. with creative and critical yeah. thinking. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, if it's your only means of ascertaining the progress that you've made, then you've got a problem. Yeah. Um, I think the problem comes when we mistake measuring the character for measuring the person. Right. And you know, Mary's an interesting point. You know, yeah. it's and kids will say to you all the time, "Don't judge me. Mm. Don't judge me. Don't yeah. judge me." Yeah. And, and you, as, as the adult, you have to work really, really hard at saying, I'm not judging you, I am judging your behaviour. Yep. I'm judging your capacity. Yep. Right now, this. in this moment. Yep. Yep. And what I'm interested in is what comes next yep. and how we get yep. there together. Yep. And you know, it's, that can take quite, quite some years to get mm. boys used to that idea. Yep. But when they are, that's when they become really coachable. Yep. They become really adaptable. Yep. They become... They become men yeah. at that point when yeah. they realise that the critique 
is not there to tear them down. Yeah. It's there to build build yep. them up. Yeah. But again, we have to make sure we critique mm. in the right way. If mm. we're nagging them all the time, yeah, of course. If we're pinging them all the time, if we're finding faults yep. instead of working from their strengths, if we operate from a deficit mm. mentality instead of a positive mindset, yep. um, we're gonna have problems. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good to hear. Something we've finished with with a lot of these podcasts, Phil, is just advice really boil it down. What do you wish you'd known when you were kind of 12, 13, 14, 15 at school that you know now that you'd like to pass on? Um, could be one thing, we've worked in threes, it could be three things, but what advice could you give to a boy who's wrestling, we've mentioned it again. Um, what could you say to them that would hopefully not necessarily improve, but just give them a bit of direction and, and a bit of guidance? I think, um, I think I'd probably pass on to that younger Phil that taking three deep breaths and four steps back and sleeping on it, it's not a bad idea. Yep. You know, I was pretty, uh, pretty fiery little character mm. at that point in time and uh, I'd get pretty emotional pretty yep. quickly yep. on things. I still get pretty emotional quickly on things. Um, uh, I, th I see it as a strength, but I didn't know how to make it a strength okay. in those yeah. days. Um, so I think I'd, you know, the importance of just taking a step back. Yeah. I think the other thing that I would say to that young Phil is that every strength is a weakness and every weakness is a strength. Mm. Every threat is an opportunity, every mm. opportunity is a threat. And when you put those two things together, I think when I'm at my best as a man now is when I give myself the time to work out how the threat is an opportunity yeah. and how the weakness yeah. is a strength. In other words, yeah. how I find the positive side of things yeah. is when I'm at my best. In all the, you know, yeah. as, a, as, a, as, a, as a teacher, yeah. as an educator, as a person who works with other educators and most importantly yeah. as a father. Yeah. And as a son too, yeah. shouldn't forget it's Mother's yeah, Day. Yeah, true. Yeah, coming well, up. Mother's, yeah. mother's Day coming up. I shouldn't yeah, forget Mum. Yeah, I'll get yeah. in trouble, hey? Yeah, yeah. Good on you. Um, I think that's a beautiful place to to, to finish today. Um, that just sometimes just a pause. Not everything has to be fixed mm. all at the same time. Mm. Um, and the way you've articulated that is really powerful. You've heard and hopefully you've enjoyed listening to an absolute expert in this field of character education. He's he's like I've said working globally in some of the best schools in the world and we're thankful that one of those schools not that we would call ourselves one of the best in the world um but we leave that to other people to judge but we're thankful that you're aligned with us and and the more um, we can work with you the better so phil thank you very much for coming in and um we really really truly appreciate it thanks andrew thank and you i've really enjoyed it thank you thank you